Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at waaf.com. You, can it. you do the horsey sauce? Because you don't like the intense, like the, the wasabi and the heat uh, type. Could you do horseradish? Uh, 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 like, I don't mind on a some kind of a hunk of beef, uh-huh. a, uh, a horseradish uh, mayonnaise or, uh-huh. or whatever. I don't mind that. You don't have a jar uh, of golds in the fridge? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, to me, I have, it's rare that I say no to any sauce. Very rare. All right. It is 7 o'clock, and this is WAAF FM and HD1 Westboro, Boston, WEEI HD2 Lawrence, and WWBX HD2 here in Boston. And now, LB. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. With a WAAF Sports Minute. True. Uh, the SAF Sports Minute is brought to you by Dr. Uh, Robert Leonard and Dr. Matthew Lepresti. Uh, they are my hair doctors. If you are losing your lettuce, call 1-800-GET-HAIR. The puck comes to Heinen to Corrali, who has his second of the night. Hard work pays off in spades for the Bruins. And they're up 3-0. Jack was on fire last night. Jack and Brick do the call uh, for the Bruins. And thank you, Sean Corrali. Not once, but twice. He had two tallies. Bees roll five zip over the aisles. Uh, Tuca had the shutout. You got to love it. Next up, the New Jersey Devils tomorrow night down the pike. The Celtics lost to Denver Monday. Next up, Philly tonight at 7 o'clock. Sox and Jays. Were uh, rained out yesterday. Sox Orioles in a preseason tilt tonight. It's not a day game. Uh, it is a seven o'clock first pitch season opener next Thursday. Are we doing a live broadcast? I would assume that our annual tradition of broadcasting on opening day from the baseball tavern will continue. I have not been alerted by the powers that be, but I would I would think we would be. Sweet. And it is, I mean, listen, today is the first day of spring. We were talking uh, at the start of the show about what, for you anyway, what means that it is officially spring around here. Many said that when the snow melts yeah. and reveals all of the trash on our uh, highways and, <laughs> and byways, that, that indicates that spring is finally here. Is that a full uh, nip bottle? Uh, some some said, uh, I, I may have mentioned that when you can finally enjoy a hot dog at Sullivan's uh, outdoors, that that, that that means it's spring. But for a lot, the, the home opener, which is April 9th, uh, is, uh, is the first indicator of spring. Yeah, so. they have Seattle. In the opener. It's, uh, well, they have Seattle in the season opener. The season opener. Yeah. On the 20th. That, that's not oh, the home oh, opener. Yeah. Oh. 
the home bad. opener is the Jays. Yeah. Okay. Is, yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. And the home opener is April 9th, so there's the opener away, mm. and then you got the home opener. Hard to believe the sports guy's wrong. Well, mm. I mean, You're listen, you gave, it's fine. you gave it a great try. You know, consistency. I mean, 23 yeah. years yeah. of consistency. Yeah. I mean, Mediocrity. For, I mean, for 23 years, you probably noted that the Red Sox <laughs> either open up uh, at home or on the road, right? Uh, they and play at you, Fenway, don't they? Uh, if you were to, if you'd like to just uh, just uh, do a little do do a little research, you'll figure out where they where they are. All, All right, right. Uh, uh, yes. Mookie Betts is smiling this morning. Hill Dog, the Angels, Mike Trout signed the richest contract in baseball history: twelve years. Wait for it, four hundred and thirty million dollars. Wow. Huh. He's up smiling. Bryce Harper's 13 for 330. Yes. And yes. Uh, Mookie's a free agent next year. And uh, God bless him because he's going to be a very rich man. Hockey's finals are at the Garden this weekend. Uh, semis and the finals BU Northeastern, UMass, BC in the late tilt. Uh, March Madness begins Thursday. Tonight's uh, playing Final Four. Uh, North uh, Carolina Central, North Dakota State, St. John's, Arizona State. Last night, the playing games, Fairleigh Dickinson and Belmont got her done and are moving on to the big dance. I'm LB. It's an AF Sports Minute. All right. Thank you, LB. Thank you, kid. A 978 texter says for them, it is spring when the Masters is on. Oh. And maybe that means we'll get a hill mail voicemail message from fake Jim Nance, yes. who, is, who is one of my favorite hill mail voicemail message leavers. So I would agree with that. Um, 781 texter says, when Dairy Queen opens, then you know that it's spring here in oh. Mass Holia. So, Love Dairy Queen. Well, what what Dairy Queen closes for the winter? I, I, I guess That's there are tragic. some. There, there may be some that do. I don't think that there's there's some of them that are. Really? I mean, most of them are probably open year round. Yeah. And, I know the one in Natick is a drive up, and, uh, and they're open year round. Are they open year round? Yeah. 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 Banana I mean, from splits. What I heard. Yeah. Um, so listen, today is the first day of spring, and we are getting up into the 50s today for a high. The sun is out right now, and it's not in the 50s. It's still <laughs> it's still cold in the morning, but spring hope springs eternal when it comes to spring. Um, it is 7:06, Danielle. You were telling me that there was a news story today about a man who has been charged with assault. And it's assault with a deadly food item. And yeah. I, I love these stories, obviously. Uh, in this case, it was pancake batter. Yes. Uh, where did this happen? <laughs> Want to take a wild guess? Florida? Yeah. Guess, okay, yeah. In Florida, not like the rest think? of us. Okay. Brooksville, Florida. This 45-year-old fellow who, by the way, goes by the name of Mr. Perfect. Ooh. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna self proclaim myself to be Mr. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> he got drunk last Friday, started insulting a woman at a trailer park. Now it's not clear if they're involved romantically, but she was in the middle of making pancakes for dinner. By the way, breakfast for dinner, mm-hmm. goat. Love yeah. That. Breakfast anytime of day. Yeah. yeah. So 
they started arguing, and he threw the bowl filled with pancake batter at her. Luckily, oh. <laughs> the bowl missed the woman. Oh, good. But it shattered, and then she wound up with batter in her hair oh. and uh. on her clothes. Oh. How's your visual? Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, the police came. They arrested him for battery. Uh, his real name is Dwayne Zimmerman. Last week, we were updated. He wasn't able to cover his bond and was still in jail. No big yeah. surprise. Um also, not the first time he's been in jail for throwing food. He's got a very long rap sheet. Uh, in 2017, he was arrested for throwing a gallon of ice cream at his sister. What a waste. I know. Yeah, guy's really. wasting food for left real. and right. What flavor was that? Uh, <laughs> I wish I knew. So he was charged with batter battery. Is that oh, what the... Oh, very good. That that's a bad joke. That's a classic. That's, that's a, a great dad joke. Dad joke. Um, just a heads up. Yes. Because I'm getting... Thousands of text messages on the text line, which is 97107. Most every single Dairy Queen that is being mentioned closes in the winter and and only opens up in the spring. So they they said Natick, uh, Westboro, Clinton... Uh, Marlboro. Okay. Uh, they. they I know there's all... one in West Boylston, but that's one you can. It has a dining area. Yeah. So, so maybe the, if they don't yeah. have the dining area, and then yeah. then they close. So that's. That, I mean, for me, it's all about Erickson's ice cream. Yes. When, oh, when, right. When, when Erickson's ice cream opens up, which is normally right around the home opener, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which LB said is either. Uh, next week or April 9th. Yeah. Uh, the, at some the, point. Uh, the, at some point in April. Um, that's when Ericsson's opens up. That means it's spring. So, mm-hmm. uh, But I'm glad that we can proclaim today and tell everybody that it's the first day of spring because that makes you feel better about the whole thing. Can we do a places in Maynard Greg is willing to drive to bracket? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, we Maybe throw do. in Hudson, too. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, can, we can do that. I mean, listen, I occasionally I'll go over to the old... Maynard Outdoor Store to buy oh. Some, oh. buy a pair of shorts for the summer or yeah. something like that. Going hiking? Uh, yeah, when I'm, <laughs> when I'm going hiking. Yeah, of course. All right. Um, it is 7.09, and coming up this hour, we are going to play your Hillmail voicemail messages back. So leave one of those right now. This is the Hillmail number, 617-779-5463. You can leave a voicemail message about any topic. And we will play your messages back coming up at 8. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Brian on the Framingham Ford studio line. What's going on, Brian? Hey, kid. Yo, Brian. <laughs> hey, Sue. Happy, dirty, greasy, sexy, fast pussycat day. Oh, hello. <laughs> and, hey, LB. Yeah. When, when you're going to coach that first uh, street hockey game, and uh, those little bastards fire that little orange ball right off the back of your shin. That's the first day of spring. <laughs> oh, all right. You got that right. There you go. <laughs> Nothing worse yeah. than using that pl- the plastic ball in winter. It freezes hard as a puck. So the discussion at times this morning has been, for those of you who live here in Massholia, what is the very first sign of spring? 
someone said earlier, it was when Dunkin' Donuts runs out of the pumpkin flavor. Uh, others have suggested that it is all the when the trash on the Mass Pike and elsewhere is finally revealed because the snow is gone. You should feel free to share with us this morning. What is it to you that says spring is here on the first day of spring? And the weather, as long as we're talking about it this hour, brought to you by the new MyPillow Giza Dream Sheets. It is going to be sunny and in the 50s for the first day of spring today. Right now it is 33 here in beautiful, safe Brighton, Massachusetts. Introducing... The MyPillow Giza Dream Sheets. Giza is the world's best cotton, and MyPillow's Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors. Use promo code WAAF, and you will get 30% off plus free shipping. Visit MyPillow.com and get 30% off with promo code WAAF. Here's a 774 text that says, when Sam Adams Summer Ale is available on mm-hmm. tap, that yeah. to them is spring. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tap. Here's uh, 508 text that says it's the street sweepers. It's all about the street sweepers. Yeah. And that means. Uh, Actually, let's see. it's the hot chicks uh, on Storo Drive. Yeah. From BU Mention- that lay out in their bikinis. Yeah, mentioned that. The uh, golf courses. Oh, here's somebody who says when the golf course opens. Sure. Well, they, you know, they've been open on the Cape for. For a little while, but um, this is uh, this is Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Good morning, everybody. What's hey, up, Kevin? Kevin? Well, first day of spring for me is when I can uh, consistently wear my shorts out in my backyard. My neighbors all look at me and say in unison, "Damn, are you white?" Um, you're not. <laughs> you're not a hardo year-round shorts wearer. I love those guys. Uh, no, I'm not that insane. When it's nice out, I'll, I'll don a pair on. Yeah. But uh, I like to get some color into my pigmentation before I do that because my wife says I look like a wading bird. So I <laughs> try to get some color first. <laughs> nothing. Um, nothing worse than the year-round hardo shorts wearer. And you mentioned how cold it is mm-hmm. outside, and they got to tell you that it's not cold outside. Well, it's, they it's, don't. They don't. Usually, care. there's a weight yeah. requirement for that. It's, I'm not going to say anything. Yes, yes. And they may be more impervious to the elements than others. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. Of a lesser yeah. weight. You're, 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 right. you're husky. You're always warm. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's always hot. Uh, spring. Spring means the courtyard's open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Greg, um, our friend uh, Brian Black, a year-round shorts wearer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big yeah time. Yes. Absolutely. Um. Stanley's poll is up, and that means that Stiz Grimey, our assistant producer, has walked into the studio this morning, Yo, Yo. to Yo. tell you about his poll this morning. So, what is good morning? Good morning, Greg. And morning, what guys. is uh, what is your poll about this morning? So, this morning, Greg, the poll is uh, even though today is the first day of spring, will we get another snowstorm? Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're probably jinxing all of I us know. by I'm just sorry. by simply <laughs> doing the poll. Um, I, I think we're all, I, I don't even want to weigh in on this because of the jinx risk, but I think we're all done. What, where's Ooh, the latest man. snowstorm that we've ever had? Well, we like, had like a we had like a famous April Fool's Day blizzard, mm-hmm. like a wow. legit a legit blizzard. That was back in the '90s, um, and it was a disaster because of the uh, the power outages because the snow was so heavy and it was yeah. springtime. But I don't. I, I mean, I think, I think we had one in May. I want to say 1979. Really? Yeah. In May? Yeah. 
Huh. Get out of here. Well, man. that was before climate change. <laughs> uh, okay. Climate uh, change so doesn't apply to New England. Global uh, oh, warming. Um, so you can vote this morning in Stanley's poll on our Twitter feed or on our Instagram. And on Twitter, it's at WAAF. And on Instagram, it's at WAAF Boston. Correct? That's correct. Stiz? That's right. correct, Hilda. All right. Well, come back and give us an update on Stanley's poll Absolutely. and stare creepily at Danielle in about in about an hour or whatever. Okay, all right. Yo, Yo. this is grimy. No, um, we are. <laughs> here's a t- Stan. This here. Here's a text that says Stiz's polls are extremely boring. Spaz would have awesome ones. Oh wow! <laughs> really? <laughs> so Thank you, so, texters. Yes. Spaz would have ones that would get pulled down off like the Twitter feed by like our marketing department being like, uh, Anthony, you can't say that on a corporate Twitter feed. Also, uh, can, can you have someone else write it? Can you have Hillman write it and you can just copy and paste it? Yeah, he would misspell spring oh, yeah, first, yeah. or first or something like that. Mm-hmm. Nah, he was dyslexic. Spring, I know, but he still f- needs the assist. Maybe I should dress up as a chicken and let you guys shoot paintballs at me. Whoa! Oh, oh, oh that's a uh, Stiz, costumes equal funny, and I think you should take over the costume role on this show. I'm glad you brought that up. in my mouth. You should, I think you absolutely have to take over the role Stupid. of... I think you absolutely have to take over the role of chief costume wearer on this program. All right. Um, it is if you dress seven. up as a stripper on opening day, I might make out with you. Uh, oh, hello. <laughs> oh, that did happen once. Let's delve into that. <laughs> Let's, let's, delve, let's, let's delve into the uh, live broadcast for op- for the home opener when Danielle disappeared into a ladies' room and made out with strippers for a good hour. They were having uh, wardrobe issues. Uh, yes, I, I went into the big handicap stall to help out, and then yes. people made assumptions. Ah, yes. <laughs> Alcohol. Yes. yes. It, it's, 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 Makes everything fun. <laughs> you bet. It, it does. It's nature's my, gift. Yes. Best decisions and worst relationships. <laughs> mm. Um... So, Shu, that storm you're talking about apparently was May 10th, 1977. Oh, Oh, okay. And so that would be the most significant snowfall that we have had around here in May in in recent memory, if you refer to 1977 (laughs) as recent, as I do. Um all right, here's a text. Uh, I'll read this. I, I'm, I'm just having fun. My whole the, the thing I do, in case you're new to the show, I, I just try to have fun. But uh, this texter says, when Greg and LB mock climate change, they sound like such buffoons. Do oh, a little, my God. Do a little research. My I'm God, just, you do the research, you I'm, nitwit. <laughs> Okay, it, it's it's a money grab, okay? And it's, Al Gore, carbon credits. Al Gore, kid. Uh, Can you yeah. just do... The research, I'm, my LB, I'm friends. Just, don't don't worry, don't don't let these people get you going. No, don't, no, don't, but it, but it, but it, no. but but you, you have were, you have you do you do you even watch? You know, like uh, the, I don't know what the History Channel. channel? No, 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 the I, Weather I, Channel. No, no, it's 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 no. whatever whatever uh, cable <laughs> channel that I watch all the time. Yeah. Okay. okay. Spice. What? what, what what Spice. what is what is it? I mean, I, now I need to know what it is. What is the cable channel that you watch all the time that you can't remember you what it's called? To, look, uh, I go ahead. <laughs> make me buy fourteen garbage barrels, so <laughs> uh, you know because we're all going green because of climate change. No. <laughs> the weather, 
the weather isn't changing for 50 years. Well, listen, I don't want to... 50 wanna, years. I you understand that, I, right, I, you I, buffoon? I don't, I don't want to get into it. However, I will say that we, we are discussing the fact that we had a snowstorm in May <coughs> in 1977. Mm. So mm-hmm. perhaps the climate, uh, the, 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 the planet was going through climate change then, uh, or it was just an errant snowstorm that happens every once in a while. Uh, all right. Anyway, um, we are about a half an hour away from playing your Hill Mail voicemail messages back. You can leave one of those right now on any topic. A texter would like to know, they're dying to know, if it's the Food Network that you were talking about, the cable channel that you watch all the time, or <laughs> I do watch. The, it, hey, listen, not for nothing. There's great shows on the Food ne- <laughs> Network. I'm, you know, Chopped, must watch TV. Uh, yeah, good. Uh, that's not what I would have done with black truffles, but that's fine. Well, maybe maybe it's Telemundo. Is it is it oh, Telemundo no, that you're no, watching? No, I can't. Oh. I, don't, I don't speak um, Spanish. Is that but, where you're getting your sports from, Telemundo? Probably. <laughs> okay. Hey, oh, can I mention a weird phenomenon? Yes. That I witnessed. This morning while getting my coffee? Yeah. Uh, the find a gentleman who makes the coffee in the morning yes. uh, is a, uh, a Spanish-speaking man, but, you know, also speaks English, but mm-hmm. uh, ha- has a clear accent. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the woman in front of me was talking. She's a regular, mm-hmm. and she was talking to him, and she started... This is like a strange phenomenon. I think it's only in Massachusetts. She wasn't talking to him in Spanish, but she created her own version of English. Yes. To huh. like, she literally, huh. I, and I, I, I memorized this quote because she said, "He said this is my last week working mm-hmm. at this at this uh, particular location," and she said, "I see you, son, yesterday." And I was thinking to myself, lady, what? that was like her version. She was saying that she saw his son yesterday. Yeah, I see but she you said, son. I see you, son, yesterday. So that, as if she was trying to like speak to him in her own version of uh, like, I mean, literally, what is wrong with people? Like, just like. That's, I, it, that's like when people uh, uh, people have maybe limited English or, or you know, somewhat broken English. And <clears throat> someone, instead of trying to translate or, or, you know, use mime actions, they'll just speak more loudly. I used right. to work in a, with a guy <laughs> like at Delta deaf. that did that, and we'd yeah. have a lot of international passengers, and they would have very limited English. So he would be like, I need to see your passport, and they would kind of just make the face. And instead of pointing at the passport, he would be like, I need to see your pass. I'm like, Miles, that's not going to help. But, but I, I, I will say this. When you travel, you you start tra- Using, up, yeah. yeah, you start using their language, whether it's, you, you know, you go to Ireland or yeah. you go to Germany, yeah. you know. You should have heard me at the retreat. I was picking up like 9,000 foreign accents. Every time I said good morning to someone, I walked in the room, I was like, good morning, Nyla. How are you? It's good to see you today. Yes. How? Yeah. So what is the time in Qatar right now where your family is? It's, I'm like, I don't even know what accent I came right? up with. Yeah. All right. Um, Danielle, you mentioned that there was a guy in the news who is paying odd homage to an Australian town's name? Yes. It's pretty interesting. Shu, you're going to love this. There's a a man who's uh, creating a giant wooden bong in honor of his hometown in Australia, which is called Wooden Bong. One word. Yeah, man. Wooden bong. <laughs> this is a complete stoner idea, Shoot. Oh, yeah, man. It's, I mean, who's, who's got the time or who thinks right. of this? Right. So he lives in a town called Woodbong, mm-hmm. and he decided to create 
a giant wood bomb yes. to honor his town. Paul yeah. Pearson is his name. Uh-huh. He Now, they have a lot of um, tourist attractions in the area. Uh, and he started a petition to gain support for a giant wooden bong with a tourist information center underneath. Uh, mixed response from people that live in the area so far. But let's hear from Paul. First time I heard wooden bong, I just envisioned a giant wooden bong. I've always had that vision ever since I first heard the town name wooden bong. As hundreds of thousands of other Australians and people do from all over the world. It's an unfulfilled prophecy. It just has to be played out. It's an unfulfilled That's prophecy, right, man. man. How can you not have a bong and wooden I, bong? I love it. Kid, the idea came to him about 3 p.m. when he was lying on the couch mm-hmm. yep. eating some Doritos. He's like, this is going to be brilliant, yeah. man. Mike, this yeah. is going to be brilliant, mate. Is he going to use the bong? Can you use the giant bong? <laughs> Probably. Uh, you have to be this tall to ride the bong. <laughs> um, all right. This is Peter from Florida on the Framingham Ford Studio line. Peter, what's it like in Florida this morning? No, uh, wet, rainy. Good morning, morning show. What's Good morning. The, what is the temperature, though? Uh, it was cold this morning. 62. Oh, yeah. yeah. 62 Ooh. is freezing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's up? Well, they have to open the shelters. <laughs> what's going on well you were talking about the snowstorm back in 1977 of may yeah and i remember quite distinctly because i worked at fenway park when i was a kid yeah and and i worked for a guy named joe mooney and yes. we were on the grounds crew yes and we had to clear the field before the game that day of snow you had to clear the field of, of snow yeah I, I six inches eight inches i can't remember i was a kid <laughs> that's great i mean i i don't I don't know how the poll will go, but I don't think we're going to get another storm. I think we're in the clear now. I well, really do. now that you yep, said that, there we go. I keep know. your shovels mm. in the mm. uh, in the garage and your mm. your brushes in the back seat. Mm. All right. Well, here's a text that says at noon you have to go watch the smoke billow out of the top of the tourist <laughs> information center in Woodbong, Australia. Does that mean they've decided what the strain of the day is going to right, be when you yeah. see the smoke? It will be like when Spicoli gets out of the van uh, at school. <laughs> Fish bowls. Mr. Hand. Uh, all right. Uh, you want to get to the news? <laughs> yes. News um, this hour is brought to you by Comcast. Fast is a gig speed network that gets business done. Beyond Fast is a technology that makes business boom. Comcast Business. Beyond Fast. Take your business beyond. Visit ComcastBusiness.com. So there's a school vaccination lawsuit happening in Walton, Kentucky, and a family is suing their health department because of an issue with the chickenpox vaccine. Bill Kunkel said that his son, Jerome, who's 18, is being discriminated against because he's got religious beliefs um, <clears throat> that prevent him from getting the chickenpox vaccine. Now, all students uh, need proof of chickenpox vaccine to attend school. For decades. Forever. Right. Right. Um, Now, he plays basketball. He was told he couldn't play sports, but if he is able to, uh, if he is able to get proof that he's immune to the chicken pox, he can still attend school, but he just can't play the sports. So his dad, Bill, is really not happy about this. I don't believe in that vaccine at all, and they're trying to push it on us. You know, the chicken pox is uh, a vaccine is derived from uh, aborted fetuses. 
And, uh, and of course, we're, as Christians, we're against abortion. Uh, I, well, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a, a chemist or a, uh, uh, a scientist. Mm -hmm. Neither was uh, Elizabeth Holmes, apparently, mm -hmm. uh, the I, subject I of I the tend inventor. I to doubt the uh, facts. Um, I've created oh. a new chicken pox vaccine. Oh. That's right. Um, from a, a bucket. From aborted fetuses, but I don't know that the the vaccine comes from from that. He I, is I, only a little bit right. Oh, they make the vaccine from a strain of uh, I think they call it embryonic lung cells mm -hmm. that they've been creating in labs since they created the vaccine. Here at Theranos, we're making the <laughs> vaccine from styrofoam cups, and only you only need one drop on the top of your forehead. I mean, <laughs> by the way, at some point this morning, we have to address a couple things from the inventor now that you've watched it. One is the strange guy who has the half beard. Is yeah. that some? Is that a medical thing or is that something that is new in in uh, in vogue that I don't know about? That's what I thought. I thought this guy's one of those kind of mad laboratory scientists okay. who has, does his own thing. But no, it the looks like... Looks like he had some kind of injury or burn or okay. something on that side okay, of his so body. Okay, so that's that's one thing. Yeah, and then the other. But you got to give it to him. He can only grow half a beard, and he's still doing it. Yeah, you know. And the other thing that we have to to discuss is the audio that has surfaced today of Elizabeth Holmes talking in her real voice, and the fact that that oh. whole that whole male voice thing was uh, another part of her fraud that she did in order to try to sound more legitimate as a scientist like yes. uh, to try to talk in a man voice so really we, oh, oh yeah i'm gonna do the news like that from okay. now on <laughs> yeah no i, mean, I sound legitimate yeah. Hi, yeah. i'm lb yeah. this is a sports so, minute um she sounds anyway. like when danielle reads comments in the creepy guy voice yeah a little news. bit yeah. Mm -hmm. um so mm -hmm. all right well anyway i, I mean I, I i don't seems to me like most people are, are willing to get their kids vaccinated because they're in for the greater good, mm -hmm. um, they're right. willing to do it. But um, this person, they're not willing to do it, and they may not be able to go to school because of it. Mm -hmm. uh, what else is in the news this morning? This story, shockingly not from Florida, but Baltimore. A guy dressed in a full-body unicorn costume robbed a convenience store. He was armed <laughs> with a crowbar, which oh. he used to smash the register, stole money and cigarettes, and then jumped into a Hyundai Elantra driven by his accomplice. Unfortunately, his accomplice lost control of the vehicle. They hit a tree and were subsequently arrested. Uh, evidently, the guy in the unicorn costume is still in the hospital in serious condition. We've got a police spokeswoman from Baltimore. Our officers began responding and they were given details that the suspect was dressed as a unicorn and armed with a crowbar. That it was traveling at a very high rate of speed. Ultimately, uh, when they tried to catch up to it, the car was involved in a single vehicle crash. A suspect using uh, a unicorn mask or being dressed as a unicorn is certainly unique and not something that we encounter every day. <laughs> no. All for cigarettes. Right. All right, what else is in the news, Danielle? You know, if you ask anybody that lives in an urban area, they'll probably tell you that pigeons are a nuisance to them. But they can go for a lot of money on the auction block. Someone just paid $1.4 million for a pigeon. Now, it's a champion Belgian racing pigeon named Armando. 
Huh. Your Seinfeld reference, little Jerry. Uh, uh, the win- I, I, I don't think I ever knew that they did pigeon races. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm clearly uh, not having dinner with Mike Tyson. Yeah. The winning bidder was an anonymous buyer from China. Evidently, long-distance pigeon racing is a huge deal there, but and how, they plan to how breed far, the bird. How far of a distance? They Miles? fly around the world, kid. Yeah. Long, like, yeah. Far distances, but okay. um, we've got audio from Armando's previous owner talking about all his achievements. In 2017, Armando was one of the best pigeons in Belgium. He won third national ace pigeon, KWDB, and also second national Limoges. After the season 2017, people like Habi van den Abele and Gino Glick advised me to stop uh, racing Armando and put him in the breeding loft. But we say no to do that. He was ranked third uh, in Belgium, Belgium, <laughs> right, right behind Trash Eater, who yeah, was uh, right. second. Sky Rat. Sky, Sky. How come um, Armando doesn't have a thirty for thirty? He should, right? All those achievements. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but one point four million was paid for wow. that pigeon. for that bird. Now, by comparison, the typical racer bird fetches an average of. $2,838. So he is clearly huh. a prime specimen. Yeah, he's wow. legit. All right. Wow. That's the crazy problem in New York is all the uh, pigeon guys have all the pigeons on the top of the skyscrapers. Sure. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, poop everywhere. Oh, mm-hmm. The little spike things up yeah, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta check Armando for the PEDs, I would think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if he's winning these long distance races week after week after week. Mm hmm. All right. Anything else in the news right now, Danielle? If you're headed to work and you're already anxious about leaving your kid at a child care facility, you might not want to listen to this next story. Uh, East St. Louis, Missouri, two Head Start teachers are in trouble. They're on LB, the paid administrative leave. Ah, of course. Um, after allegations surfaced that preschoolers were forced to strip all their clothes off as part of a punishment for misbehaving. You're kidding me. Not even a tiny wow. bit. How, how that, disgusting how that, is this? How does that even... Play into what you're doing when you're working at a daycare or preschool place. I can't wrap my head around it. The students are four and five years old. According to the uh, Southern Illinois University police chief, Kevin Schmall, four of the 20 students in class were forced to get naked. The punishment has been going on since early last month, but police only learned about it uh, last week. And this is Chief Schmall. Children uh, would misbehave in the class. And uh, this teacher would have them uh, disrobe, stand them, uh, make them stand inside of a closet for about five or ten minutes. Dude, oh, what? That's, yeah, that's unbelievable. No, that's bring bizarre. them up. That nope. is that's unbelievable. Um, update on the pigeon story, yep. which I'm just getting from the wire. Uh, do we still have a wire? Yes. We still have a news wire. Okay. Um, I'm just getting an update from the wire. The buyer of that pigeon for $1.4 million is not going to race him anymore. He's going to retire him to stud. And it's uh, it's all because of the size of his pecker. He has an um, inordinately large pecker, that pigeon, and that's why they're going to... Come uh, on, shoot. Give me a, would you, give me a lap right. on that, please. That was all right. Uh, no. Come on. No all right. way. Championship um, pecker. No. Coming, coming up... We are going to get to today's nerd report with our chief nerd officer, Mark Shu, And there is huge, or as we say here in Massachusetts, huge 
Star Wars new- news today, right? Mm, Ew. Al- allegedly. Ew. Ew. All right, so very big breaking Star Wars news coming up next during the Nerd Report. It is 7.52, and for those who might care, March has 31 <laughs> days. I was just checking. 31 days in March, and September, April, June, and November all have 30, and, uh, of course, February has 20. Nine, no, uh, twenty-eight in a twenty-eight and a quarter. In a, in a leap year, it has twenty-nine. All right, um, it is time for this. And now, Mike Shue with today's nerd report. That's no moon; it's a space station. Well, there is apparently huge nerd news this morning, so I'm going to throw it. To our chief nerd officer, Mike Shue. It's Star Wars news. <laughs> oh. Allegedly, it's Star Wars news. Okay. So, Hamill, Mark Hamill, you know, he, as you know, Greg plays Luke Skywalker. Of course, yes. yes. Uh, he was on uh, Kimmel last night. He okay. may have hinted that he's going to be in the new Star Wars movie. Oh, really? In episode 9. Oh, big news. I know, which is weird because he died in the last <laughs> one. But it's Star Wars and anything can happen. All right, so this right? new one, when is this new one coming for those, uh, of, us, for those of us who don't know? I don't think is... for a couple of years now. Uh, okay. But they have been filming it. In fact, a, a little ha-ha from Mr. Hamill. He tweeted out a trailer. People wanted a trailer from the new one, so he tweeted out a trailer. It was actually just a picture of his trailer uh, on the uh, side. Uh, uh, Get it? Uh, yes. Nerd laughs. All right, so he, yes. sort of, he sort of indicates that even though his character died, mm-hmm. spo- spoiler, uh, spoiler <laughs> <Right>. alert, um, <laughs> even though his character dies, he may be in the next film glued the beard on over my own beard. Oh, really? Yeah. Beard on beard. I had to keep the beard for something else, and they they put the glue on. What was the something else you had to keep the beard for? Well, it's NDA. That's (laughs) non-disclosure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't quote me. So you were shooting simultaneously? Possibly. And we know then maybe that Luke Skywalker has a beard still and has a body still in the next movie. Which movie? (laughs) Well, you know, I love driving the Disney executives crazy because what are they going to do, fire me? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, it's not surprising. I mean, um, Hollywood doesn't mind bringing back a character that has died and... He could be some kind of a space ghost or something like that. Oh, he's a Jedi. So they go to another level, apparently. You're going to have to ask your buddy there, Jeremy Nerdman Reiner. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, Who's the Star Wars freak. But they go to another level, and they come back, and they talk to you in your head and stuff like that. Maybe Hamill, is his character, is responsible for the spread of space herpes in the next Star Wars movie. Ew. (laughs) That sounds like a Jabba the Hutt thing that would happen. (laughs) Sure. He'd have it. Yeah. Um, The film, uh, the nerds are texting, and the film comes out in December, so it's not that far oh, away. Okay. In fact, this nerd, 978 texter, says, um, it's December 19th, 2019, you <laughs> idiot. Well, so so I'll be go. driving by and making fun of you while you're standing in line. Um, <laughs> excuse me, it's December 19th in the UK, it's December 20th in the US. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Call yourself a nerd. Right. It doesn't know that. That's Star Wars nerd Jesus. stuff. Hey, did you see the thing yesterday about, speaking of movies, as long as we're talking about that, <clears throat> about how there was going to be a Forrest Gump 2 
But then really, se- uh, but then September 11th happened, and they didn't think it was appropriate to. So it was all done and written and locked in. Yeah. And September 11th happened, and then Forrest Gump 2 went went away, which is honestly probably a good thing because Forrest Gump is such a good movie, yeah. and we've discussed this a billion times on this program, but the except for Godfather, the sequel rarely lives up mm-hmm. to the glory of the original. Right. So right. Um, Tom Hank could pull it off, though. He probably could. There's um, We actually have some audio... From the guy who uh, who wrote it, is that who who uh, we have audio from? Shoe, yeah, screenwriter, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's talking here about what Forrest Gump Two was about. I wrote the sequel. Literally, I turned it in the day before nine eleven. Wow. And uh, Tom and I and Bob got together on nine eleven to sort of commiserate about how life was in America and mm-hmm. how tragic it was. And um, yeah. we looked at each other and said. This movie has no meaning anymore, in that sense. It was going to start basically with the little boy, his little boy having, uh, you know, AIDS. Mm-hmm. And people wouldn't go to class with him in Florida. And we had a, actually a funny sequence where they were busing in Florida at the same time so that people were angry about either the busing or the, the kids having to go to school with a kid who had AIDS. You know, so there was a big conflict. And uh, the big event in that is... Um, Every day he'd go wait for the um, Native Amer- his Native American partner. Um, she taught nursery school at a, uh, a sort of a government building there in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. And she, he was sitting on the bench waiting for her to have lunch, and all of a sudden the building behind him blows up. Wow, feel good. Uh, feel good, feel good, she Forrest Gump. Look at 9-11. You shouldn't have had feel the good. second bong oh, hit. Feel good, Forrest Gump, too. How does that turn into a funny sequence? Uh, so, <laughs> it was really Whoa. funny. Yeah, yeah. Segregation and yeah. AIDS. And, Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. What? So, yeah. You did not get the Forrest Gump 2 that you wanted. This, uh, by the way, this news story today about Hanks is so Hanks that I can barely talk about it, but I will. <laughs> a, uh, in New Mexico, a woman named Samantha Aragon was dining with friends at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Ooh, good spot. And it was her birthday. And she, I'm going to read this the way all the news people... This uh-huh. is for people who ask me, Greg, why do you hate Tom Hank? He's such a nice man. Uh, this is the reason why, because these news stories, these are the stories that you always get about Tom Hank because he somehow controls the media. He's like Zuckerberg. Uh, but anyway, um, she was dining with friends... At Ruth's Chris, which is always a weird thing to say. So weird that the thing, that the apostrophe S is on Ruth. Uh, but anyway, um, so she noticed that Hanks was in there eating, and she kept dropping hints that it was her birthday. And lo and behold, Tom Hank came over and serenaded her with happy birthday at the mm. table because he's America's sweetheart. Excellent. Tom Excellent. Hank. Yeah. Sounds like a real jerk, Greg. <laughs> I, you're never wow. going to understand it. No, I'm... you're never going to understand my dislike of Tom Hanks. It's because I'm suspicious. Yeah, I, there's no person who could be that good. He just can't be that. He can't be that wholesome and he perfect can't. at all. There's he, no he's way. He's going to be well, something. He, he it, and Rita Wilson have to be into some weird bondage yeah, stuff. They're, or they're, something. they're probably in a sex cult, like you are with the with the yoga Not thing. A sex uh, cult. Well, it's probably. a yoga cult. Yeah. 
But um, uh, did, would you like to know the backstory on how Ruth's Chris got its name quickly? Because uh, yeah. I didn't know this, and it's well, actually pretty interesting. I, I, th- I thought it was the founder is a woman named Ruth. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.